This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1223, How to Avoid Average IELTS Writing Scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Did you know that even English speakers are not scoring seven or higher on IELTS writing? It's true. Find out why this is and how you can guarantee a higher score the next time you take IELTS. Hello, Aubrey. How are you? I'm great, Jessica. How are you today? <laughs> I'm so good. You guys, I, I'm already laughing. I realize this. I acknowledge the fact that I started by laughing. Um, Aubrey and I had a series of false starts, let's say. And I, both of us were like almost crying. I know, Jessica we went to start so the podcast hard. and I had a drink. I'm like, I'm just going to take a quick drink. And it made her start <laughs> laughing. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see my giant water bottle that I tried to take a drink from. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, if you are uh, just listening to this on a podcast app that's awesome subscribe follow all of the things on wherever you listen to podcasts but remember we're also on youtube ielts energy tv um aubrey do you spend a lot of time on youtube Mm, yes, lately I've started making like grammar videos for my grammar YouTube. So I'm like posting <gasps> videos a lot, which is fun. Oh, that's cool. But I also, how do our students find that? Oh, you guys can find it on YouTube. It's quick English tips. Nice. And it's all like a lot of the more detailed grammar, like how do we use past perfect and let's do a deep dive, fun. which we can't always get into here on the podcast, right? Yeah. So definitely check that out. But also I have been watching the All Ears English episodes on YouTube when I write the quizzes for All Ears yeah. English Plus. Oh, and because cool. I think it's more fun. I get to see, you know, Lindsay and Michelle or sometimes myself and Lindsay. I love watching the facial expressions. So <laughs> totally. I'm also on YouTube watching All Ears English episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Um, all right, guys, let's get into this. So this is our third episode in a series we started last week about the information that IELTS makes public about the test scores on average that people get. So last week, what scores did we talk about? Yeah, we talked about listening mm -hmm. and reading last week. And if you haven't heard those episodes, go back, make sure to hear them. The, the scores, the average scores were shockingly low. So you guys want to know why, why are people getting these average scores and how can you avoid getting those average listening and reading scores? Don't miss those episodes. Exactly. And if you listen to those guys, you'll know that it's for native speakers as well. You know, yes. um, I think the, like the number one takeaway from this four episode series is that Ha being a native speaker, having like amazing native English is not enough to do well on IELTS. If you've been listening, you know that even native speakers are not getting above sevens, above sixes on reading and listening. So guys, yes, you need amazing English for sure, because it's an English test, but you also need strategies. You have got to know what this test is about. And this will really become obvious today because we're talking about writing. 
So yes. let's present those scores. Aubrey, what are the average writing scores that people have received? Yes. So the average writing score is 5.9 under six. And that yeah. is for academic. And then for the general training writing exam, the average is 6.21. So still quite low, even though it's pretty easy to write a letter compared exactly. to academic task one. Yeah. I mean, we know that writing is easier for general training, but it's still not a seven. It's barely above a six. Um, so that was for all the people that took IELTS in 2021, right? Now, for people with English as a first language, these are native English speakers. What were their writing scores? Yeah, I think you guys are going to be shocked I by am. these. <laughs> I am shocked. Yes. So for the academic test, <clears throat> the average writing score for native English speakers is 6.34. That's so low. Like that's not even anywhere it's close so to a seven. Low. It's so low. And the, just to, <laughs> to clarify, the reason it's not a six is this is the average of all the scores, right? So no one's actually scoring 6.34. But when you average everyone's scores together for native English speakers, 6.34, that's crazy. It's bonkers. It's it's completely bananas, you guys. That's so low. Um, and I, I have a theory that it's mostly because of task one, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. And um, finally, the general training is, again, a little bit higher. But even native English speakers, guys, average of 6.6 .6 for general training writing. Uh, <sighs> yeah, this is so low. <laughs> So low. So guys, let's talk about why, because you're probably listening to this podcast as a non-native speaker, and maybe you're hearing these scores and like, if native speakers can't do it, how can I get above a seven? Um, I want you to notice, guys, that the non-natives and native speaking averages are not that far apart, really. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> They're not a huge difference. So, guys, it all comes down to knowing what the examiner wants. That is it. you got to know this test. You have to know what the examiner needs to see. Sticking to the test question. What do these scores mean? So we're going to get into this today, guys. Um, bit by bit, what is the reason why everybody taking IELTS is barely above a six? Yeah, yes, like exactly. what? This is this why? is so low, Aubrey. Why? Why are they scoring fives and sixes? This is what we need to figure out so that you guys avoid those same mistakes, right? And the first thing we want to be sure to, to point out is, surprise, it's not about grammar. Like, these native speakers have nearly perfect grammar. They're going to use the right yeah. grammar forms because that's what they've always heard. They right. might make tiny mistakes here and there, but they're probably scoring eights and nines for grammar. It's not about grammar. So you've heard that a lot here on IELTS Energy. This is the proof right here it. that yeah. that's not the most important thing to focus on. Exactly. Um, yeah, because the the description of a nine for grammar is like, there still might be one or two slips you know, that a native speaker will make. If if a native speaker makes a couple slips, maybe forgets uh, an article just because they wrote too fast, something like that, they can still get an eight for grammar, right? You can still have some slips, some mistakes um, and get an eight for grammar. Now a nine is completely, absolutely perfect. <laughs> so a native speaker, like Aubrey said, will at least get an eight, like 100% for sure get an eight, um, maybe a nine. 
But that's not the issue. This is not the score that is holding everybody back. It is the other three scores and mainly two of them, the task score and the cohesion coherence score. So let's focus on these first. Um, so task achievement and task response. Task achievement is for task one. Task response is for task two. Now, why are people, even natives, getting low scores here? Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening today. We have a new podcast we want to make sure you know about Business English with All Ears English. So to find it, go wherever you listen to podcasts, search for All Ears English, and all three of our podcasts will come up. Make sure you're following All Ears English and our new podcast, Business English, especially if you work in English or will potentially work in English in the future. You don't want to miss out on this new podcast. Yeah. So let's first talk about task response. It's about not fully addressing the topic, either missing part of the topic or understanding it incorrectly. So really, mm -hmm. you're answering the wrong question. This happens for both native speakers who are overly confident, read it too quickly and don't understand what's really being asked, or maybe language learners who have seen a similar topic online. There's all kinds of reasons why you might not quite understand the topic or providing lots of ideas for that topic exactly. and not enough support, right? Exactly. New ideas without support. Native speakers as well as language learners definitely do this. Exactly. So we're talking about task two here, guys. And I think um, a lot of people are maybe surprised that even a native speaker doesn't know how to produce like a coherent four paragraph essay, right? But a lot of people don't. I mean, some people just never learned how to do academic writing in an organized, clear way. And like Aubrey said, that is not having too many ideas. That is including specific examples. OK, so as a non-native guys, don't worry. Natives are making these same mistakes, but you don't have to. Right. So each body paragraph in the task two essay main idea support it with one or two specific examples like that's really the goal remember in three keys ielts guys we do give you the template that is guaranteed to score a seven or higher so if you're ready for that go to allearsenglish.com k-e-y-s and check it out guys um so the uh task achievement task one now for academic I think a lot of native speakers just don't understand how to write about these graphs. This isn't exactly. something we do. Nobody does this. So they're going to score really low there because they don't know what to do. Exactly um, right. You're seeing a bar <laughs> chart or a pie chart. And sure, you've seen them around, but you've never had to dissect that information and write about it. Yeah, that's just not something that it's happens weird. for native speakers. hardly no. ever. No. So um, I'd imagine it's also the case for non-natives, right? So guys, you have to learn what is task achievement for task one? You need to choose only the important numbers. You need to tell me the examiner. You need to tell me why those numbers are there. It is the highest. It is the lowest. It is the biggest difference. What have you? Um, and you need to organize them coherently and not include any numbers that aren't important. Yes. So you can and see you must have an overall trend, right? I yes. can see native English speakers rocking up to the exam and having no idea that they need to share the overall trend. Totally. And that you cannot score very highly if you don't have that, guys. It is vital. You can't get above a five if you don't no. have an overall trend. Like that's one of the ceilings that examiners have. If you don't include an overall trend, it makes our job as the examiners, it makes it easy because I'm like, oh, no, no overall trend. Well, 
probably going to be a five then for task achievement. (laughs) Easy peasy. So, all right, task achievement, task response. Now let's go on to cohesion coherence. So this is like, uh, are your ideas logical and are they organized logically? Okay, it's all about the logic. Why don't people do well in this category? Yeah, well, so first of all, if you don't have experience writing, um, sometimes you just sort of write what you're thinking and your ideas don't always come out that logically. And native English speakers or language learners who haven't studied what it takes to get a high score might not realize that you have to have linking phrases. Mm -hmm. You must link Mm -hmm. your ideas with specific vocabulary to that purpose. Exactly, exactly. And all of your ideas, not just linked through specific words, right? Like high level transitions that Aubrey's talking about. Um, A case in point is a chief reason would be in addition, moreover, in some, all of these high level transition phrases you have to use in your task two essays, guys, and task one for that Mm -hmm. matter. Um, And they each have meaning, right? You can't just throw them in willy nilly because they have meaning. This will also pull down your score if you just use one without realizing what it means totally and i could see a native speaker messing this up especially if you know if it's someone who hasn't been in school for a while maybe like maybe they graduated from university like 20 years ago and so they're not they don't have these words top of mind right we don't use them in speaking everyday life all that often right when's the last time you said moreover or furthermore just when you're speaking doesn't happen all well, that often. I do. I do, do because you're a weirdo. to be funny, and I'm a <laughs> weirdo. hundred percent, totally. I'm a weirdo. I do but that to be funny, too. Moreover. I, <laughs> I do it in texting also because it is very funny to it be, like, funny. talking about something that is, I don't know, we're talking about, like, tacos. And I'm like, and moreover, the fried chicken is the best. I don't know. That was That's a bad funny. example, but it is. <laughs> But for most people, they don't use the word moreover on a daily basis. (laughs) Jessica excluded. (laughs) I am an exception to most rules. Um, Okay, so (laughs) here's the point I'm trying to make. I think native speakers and non-natives who haven't studied academic writing at all or recently would just fall back on the easy things. They would say and also like all over the place in task one and task two cannot get a six or higher for cohesion coherence if you are only using easy linking words and repeating those linking words, right? Um, And then just the other side of the cohesion coherence score, remember your ideas have to be logically connected, right? Not just with the words, but the ideas themselves. Um, And that is something that um, is not hmm, intuitive, I think, if you haven't studied academic writing. And if you Um, don't take the time to brainstorm and really think about what are my ideas, what are the supporting details, and you just write train of thought, that doesn't always, it doesn't come out always very logically and cohesively. Yeah, good point. Um, Yeah, guys, you have to brainstorm. You have to plan before you start writing. Um, We make you do that in Three Keys IELTS. Okay, and then last but not least, the vocabulary. I mean, natives have great vocab. We've grown up speaking the language. So why aren't we getting the highest scores for vocabulary? Yeah. So if you don't use enough high level vocabulary, natives might know what a word means when they hear it used. But to have it top of mind for every topic is not always going to happen, especially if they're not big readers or they don't watch the news. Just your day to day language and is just not always going to have band nine vocabulary for every topic. So for both language learners and native speakers, this has to be studied. This has to be part of what you're doing to prepare for IELTS. 
for sure, for sure. Um, and again, I think it also comes back to the task one where um, for general training, even writing a letter, they might not realize like first they should only stick to those uh, like bullet points, those three questions, mm -hmm. right? And for the general training letter. And so they'll go off topic affecting the task score, but that'll also affect the vocab score because they won't be showing vocabulary related to the question. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, and then for academic task one, there's probably not even describing the numbers. And so that's vocabulary out the window. Um, and then task two, like Aubrey said, just not used to it. Um, and then for non-natives, I mean, it's the same thing. If you don't know what to expect, if you have not practiced, if you have not learned explicitly what the examiner is looking for, what is your score based on? You can't get a seven or higher. Like you just, you can't. So listen to us on this podcast so you do learn. If you want to go deeper into the IELTS preparation, check out the course allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. And don't forget, guys, we have a new business English podcast. Yes, it's so exciting, guys. If you work in English or might work in English in the future, you can now find All Ears English business episodes all in one place. So just go to wherever you listen to podcasts, search All Ears English, and you're going to now see three options, IELTS Energy, All Ears English, and our new business English podcast. So be sure to subscribe. So many great episodes about business emails, business small talk. It's just, you can't miss it, guys. It's so awesome. Awesome. All right, cool. So guys, we'll see you tomorrow with the last episode in this series about speaking. All right, Aubrey, I'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.